Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at UH1.com. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Welcome to the Simply Vegan podcast with me, Holly Johnson, and my co-host, Gabriella Clark. Each week, we discuss the latest vegan news, taste test new products, and chat to some of the leading names in veganism. Welcome to another episode of the Simply Vegan podcast and thank you for listening. How are you Gabs? You all right? I'm good thank you Holly. Hi everybody. I'm really good today because I had, I went to my local um, vegan kind of health food shop and tried their vegan cronuts which um, are a combination, they're a combination of croissants and donuts and they were topped with like this sort of, I don't know if it's like a coconut yogurt and raspberry coolie type sauce. Oh, incredible. Really good. And they sound delicious. Yeah. And then I'm going to go and get vegan fish and chips. I'm just being really bad. It's just, it's just incredible at the moment. Everything is just going vegan. It's just so exciting. I just love it. It is. And you feel obliged, don't you, to keep not only to try everything, but also to remind everybody that there's still the demand. So you're going to buy all of it just to to keep it in the stores. I know. (laughs) And then also, I think in these times, I don't know about you, Holly, but everything revolves around my next meal because I'm doing so little else. (laughs) I'm constantly thinking about my next meal and what 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 my treat will be exactly yeah it's just a source of comfort isn't it mm-hmm. well this week we took a trip to Marks and Spencers to try some of their new plant kitchen launches which was very exciting um well they've just launched a one pound um pancake 
shaker, haven't they, in time for Pancake Day. So how did you get on with that? So really nice novelty product for vegans for Pancake Day. Um, I have to say, pre-being vegan, I was the sort who would buy those easy shakers just because I have, as I've said before, I'm not the best cook. And it's usually something that you're doing just as a bit of a fun thing to do to mark pancake day. And I can never be kind of bothered to get everything in and give it a go. So um, I've obviously had to avoid those the last few years. So it was really nice to have a really easy, affordable solution. Um, And for me, tasted exactly the same. Again, maybe somebody who has had the uh, non-vegan ones more recently might be able to tell the difference. But for me, tasted exactly the same. I used an oat milk, which was what was recommended um, on the instructions. My first couple weren't that good, but that was definitely down to me rather than the pancake mix. (laughs) But once we got the hang of it, kind of light fluffy we had them with uh fresh lemon juice and a bit of coconut sugar and it was delicious yeah just a really nice easy after dinner a couple of sweet pancakes for dessert it was lovely yeah. so yeah I was a big fan I think it makes six pancakes um so obviously you know it wouldn't necessarily feed a big family but I think for a pound that's really good value and it's just I mean I'm the sort of person who would make them from scratch usually I Mm -hmm. I'm not I'm not a pancake fan I have to say unless they were savory crepes because I'm I'm just more savory than sweet um but obviously the kids love pancakes and like you say it's just a nice novelty isn't it doing it something a bit different (laughs) especially at the moment definitely Definitely. and again for me I prefer them sweet and so generally would have you know not having them as a meal in their own right but having a little pancake dessert so after dinner when you've already cooked and you've got everything out just to quickly shake up the bottle with some oat milk and pour it into a non-stick pan and flip it was really easy and again so affordable I, I think um S should be commended for the price because often you always find you're paying a premium just to go for the vegan option whereas definitely doesn't feel like that now so for me it was exactly what I used to get just now suits my vegan diet and no compromise on price or flavor so you can't ask for more than that you can't I think they have up their game haven't they this year I think they they've launched a lot of these new products for Veganuary last month um shall we talk about the salt no beef roll I think you want to talk about that more than anybody <laughs> you've talked to me a lot about it since you've eaten it <laughs> Talk to an awful lot of people about this roll. New York style, no salt beef pretzel roll with slaw and dill pickle. Well, I'm a huge fan of pickles and sauerkraut and that kind of acidic flavor. Um, yeah. And this, I was so excited. I literally got in the car and I couldn't wait till I got home. I just had to <laughs> sit there and then. <laughs> well done. I just, uh, yes, M&S. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for giving this to us. Um, the the only thing I'd say about it was the beef was maybe a bit too realistic. And, I, you know, it was like sort of that raw kind of, I suppose, like, is it pastrami? I don't know. But yeah, I never used to eat things like that. However, it, oh, it was incredible. The cheese was delicious. It was kind of like an Emmental mm-hmm. Um 
gherkins, um, yeah, sauerkraut, and the pretzel roll was like really firm, like really, you almost looked like it was going to be really difficult to eat. But once you get stuck into it, oh, it's just absolutely delicious. It's three pound fifty, which I know is a little bit pricey, but it, it's so substantial that you feel like you're getting your money's worth. Sometimes when you ha- have like you know, you, you're sort of paying £3.50 for a vegan sandwich. You kind of think, mm, you know, that's mm, quite, that's quite a lot of money. Yeah. Exactly, yeah, when it's the same old falafel. But um, this felt like, yeah, you were getting a really good, good, um, you know, a good lunch out of it. And, yeah, oh, it was just delicious. I'd eat, I could have eaten 10. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have to say, I my favourite thing about the roll was the beef. And maybe it's because I did used to eat food like that back in my non-vegan days. And I definitely don't miss meat. But for me, it just had a really interesting flavor and texture, which I don't find in my diet anymore. So it was something new. And um, I have seen quite a few comments similarly online that people really want the beef part of that sandwich to be sold in its own right. So if you're making your own wraps, sandwiches, rolls at home, you can use it as a, a filling, which I think would be a great idea because for people transitioning or people who do really miss that texture and or flavor in their diet, it's an amazing imitation Really good. Yeah. And the cheese, they should sell the cheese separately as well. That'd be really nice. Yeah. Talking Um, of cheese, you tried the feta, didn't you? Yes. The feta cubes, which were amazing. Really, really good. I mean, I haven't had feta for a long time, obviously, but I I honestly don't think people would notice the difference. Um, And great that they're already cubed. So you can just, Mm -hmm. you don't have to sort of chop it all up and and then kind of try and store it because you'd never eat the whole thing at once. It was, it's yeah, really nice. Had lovely Greek salads um, the other night, which was yeah, really nice. I do really like, you know, vegan or non-vegan, the idea of of selling it in the liquid in a tub, because yeah, like you say, we had a, a vegan uh, feta the other week and once you've drained it and then you store it in your fridge it can be quite messy or it can dry out yeah Um, so I think it's a really good good packaging solution as well yeah definitely um the other thing I tried so I I saw them on you know in the fridge section and I have to say they they didn't appeal to me because they're chorizo puppies they're three pound fifty um I don't know chorizo it was one of those kind of I used to sort of make make a meal with chorizo in it and then I'd always pick it out because it's oh, so okay. it's so oily isn't it and and I don't know sometimes I, I just I looked at them and they look so like chorizo chorizo I thought they look very garlicky oily and um like they would be really spicy but I thought I'm gonna give them a go oh my god they were amazing really really good I honestly didn't want to like them they're made with mushroom soya red pepper and caramelized onion and seasoned with smoked paprika roasted garlic and chili powder but then they're really not spicy um I did a Spanish sort of stew with um cannellini beans and red peppers and then and then the um you know the sausages chopped up in them and yeah it was a really good family meal um really enjoyed them interesting flavor as well the chorizo for a vegan sausage because often they do all taste quite similar 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah, something different. Did you try the fish cakes? I did. And I was very pleased to um, get my hands on these, having seen lots of people raving about them. And once again, was not disappointed. I think like with uh, some of the other things that we've tried and really loved, part of the reason why for me, I love them is because I haven't had something like that in such a long time. And actually, fish cakes used to be quite a staple part of my diet, especially before I moved in with my partner, because they're such an easy, easy thing to eat, especially when I was, you know, a bit younger or a student. They're quite affordable um, compared with buying like big pieces of fresh fish. And so I really used to love them. Um, So I had the, they're two, uh, melt in the middle fish cakes so they have kind of a potatoey fish cakey uh middle the breadcrumb crispy breadcrumbs on the outside and then a cheesy coconut cheesy creamy melt in the middle center mm. they were absolutely delicious three pounds fifty I believe for two um really easy to cook in the oven 20 minutes and so much flavor and for me, some of the things we've tried previously that have been uh, fish imitations, considering I really used to love eating fish before I went vegan, I haven't enjoyed that flavor, the imitations, like some of the vegan tunas or the vegan uh, shrimp, vegan prawn tempuras I haven't loved. But this was the perfect balance of flavor for me that tasted like something I used to love and miss without it putting me off because it tasted too fishy yeah well they sound really good I didn't see those yeah I, I would definitely be buying those again either just for to have in for an easy dinner or to have one with some salad for lunch um yeah just again a different type of flavor and texture that um isn't so easy to come by yeah brilliant um, I lastly for the plant kitchen range, I tried the no chicken southern fried pieces, which are also three pound fifty. We had them for dinner as a family of four. Um, everyone loved them, even my son, who uh, you know was sort of talking about isn't vegan, um, is sort of semi vegan. Um, he loved them. We had them in like flatbreads with um, vegan coleslaw. That wasn't from an M&S, that was from Tesco mm-hmm. um, with salads. And yeah, they were brilliant. They, 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 I think the key is the, um, the the coating they put on them, you know, that southern fry. I don't know what's in it, but it, it tasted, you know, really, really realistic. And the texture as well was good. So was it yes. quite crispy? Yeah, they went crispy. Yeah. So we were very impressed with those. So well done, M&S. And thank you. <laughs> Thank you. And a final, final thing from me that I also tried were the luxury hot cross buns. I am going to slip it in because I think it's the perfect time of year to be having hot cross buns. Um, And again, I like to think that I was very well placed to review these, having eaten quite a lot of hot cross buns recently from lots of different places, because actually (laughs) a lot are (laughs) accidentally vegan. Yeah. um, Across the different supermarkets and different ranges. But They've marketed, MS have marketed these as luxury vegan hot cross buns, and they definitely deserve the title of luxury. Um, they've got a really rich, deep flavor um, and a lovely texture. For me, they didn't toast in quite the same way. 
they whilst kind of the surface did get a bit toasted they remained quite soft and squidgy in the inside but actually for me that worked that kind of added to how luxurious they tasted um one pound fifty for four definitely definitely wouldn't hesitate to buy those delicious so yeah overall I've had a really delicious week thank you so much to the team at M&S <laughs> oh dear well let's just discuss quickly very quickly one more um naughty uh food review and then we'll go on to something healthy because I feel like people must think we just eat you know junk food or processed food or mock meats and things <laughs> like that all the time but we're actually very healthy vegans aren't we I mean I eat a ton of veg a ton of fruit nuts seeds you know the lot so I think that's why we we get so excited is because (laughs) it's really is a treat and a it's not often something I would go out and buy or add to my weekly shop some of the things we get sent but also it, it is things that you know vegan diet or at least in the way that you and I have approached our vegan lifestyle is generally quite healthy quite plant-based so it is a treat everything in moderation and especially now yeah well so I taste tested the Chicago town stuffed crust pizza last uh, episode and um, I hadn't got round to eating the other new Chicago town pizza launch which are the deep dish cheeseburger pizzas two for two pound fifty now again I did not I really didn't want to like these I really didn't I mean cheeseburger pizza it kind of goes against everything I'm about you know anyone that knows me knows I'm very into nutrition um I just I really didn't want to like them Gabs but they were good (laughs) I have to say Holly from the sounds of this episode your cheeseburger pizza not even waiting to get home to eat to eat your pretzel roll your mask is slipping I'm starting to see the real you I'm healthy (laughs) I promise um yeah they were a real um sort of you know naughty oh god yeah sod it I'm gonna eat it um they tasted like, and obviously it's been many, many, even before I went vegan, I gave up McDonald's, you know, a, a long time before. Um, but they kind of taste like a McDonald's cheeseburger, cheeseburger, um, you know, with the, like the gherkins, that yeah. flavor of the gherkins and the mustard. That's mm-hmm. what I used to like about cheeseburgers. And I, I'd never enjoy the burger bit. In fact, I, you know, way before I was vegan, I'd just sort of pick it out and have the roll and some of the chips or whatever but yeah they taste like that so give them a try if you're feeling you know feeling very naughty (laughs) yeah naughty weekend treat maybe exactly so let's talk healthy things now I Um, suppose we should (laughs) so yeah we thought we'd have a chat about um superfood powders and protein powders um do you do you use them on a daily basis is it is it sort of part of your your diet or are you not too I wouldn't say daily but I'd say at least three ish times a week I suppose um certainly something I tend to use more in the summer when I'm more likely to have smoothies every day um but yeah we do we do use uh superfood powders or kind of ground nuts 
superfood milled seed blends as well um at least a few times a week only ever really for breakfast how about you yeah same here I'd always have them in a smoothie or weirdly I do put them in my cereal so if I'm gonna have like granola or muesli or something I'll just sprinkle some Mm. over the top um the aduna ones are great so the hibiscus one is like a sweet kind of berry like flavor um and I mean it turns everything sort of ready pink um which to me isn't a bad thing um Mm. And I saw it on their website, actually, they, they've got a recipe for crepes. So putting them into crepes, so they've been pink, which, which is a great idea. But I think these superfood powders are such a great idea because they just kind of give you that extra boost of vitamins. So mm. if you're having them in the morning, whether it's in a smoothie or whatever, you just know that you've covered some of your bases for the day, don't you? And, you know, that's what I like about them. The Aduna hibiscus one um, is good for gut health. It boosts the immune system. It reduces tiredness and fatigue and is good for healthy glowing skin, which I definitely need right now. Um, it's $13.99, which sounds like a lot, but it, it will last forever. I mean, when I've had other packets of um, soup, you know, superfood powders, they do last a long time. And you can mm-hmm. also get it on offer. Um, the other one I tried recently was the Moringa um, so it's a Duna still, Moringa green powder, which is the same price. Um, and this is really good for your muscles and, again, immune system, and it helps with stress. So um, that's good. I mean, it's hard to tell, you know, obviously whether it's actually working or doing anything. But I have felt, you know, I have felt really good lately. and I, I do find when I get into my smoothies, I do feel a lot better I just sometimes drop off the wagon. Like you say, especially in the winter, you don't necessarily want like a cold, you know, fruit smoothie every morning, do you? Whereas Mm. in in the summer, it's a bit more appealing. Yeah, definitely. I think it's just a good way to to get all those foods into your diet, which is quite difficult to do um, in any other way. And for me, it's the same boost as taking, say, a vegan multivitamin but it's all natural superfoods and like you say good for gut health or um fighting fatigue good for your skin so you definitely reap the benefits if it's something you can introduce into your diet yeah often we quite often put a spoonful into overnight oats as well because it soaks in with the milk alongside the oats overnight um so you're not left with that powdery yeah and then you've got all of the goodness soaked in but I definitely say best way to get them in is smoothies yeah and it adds adds a sort of a bit of flavor as well doesn't it Um, yeah do you use protein powders not as often as a superfood powder um no not as often for me how about you I was using them a lot when I was kind of training a few times a week back in the day when you could go to the gym or have group mm. exercise classes. <laughs> Remember that? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and no, <you> what's that? <laughs> you didn't have to stand in front of a screen like an idiot in your lounge kind of telling the dog to get off you. And <laughs> I have to say, I, I popped out early this morning to get some milk and I walked walked past somebody's living room window and they were doing a hit workout in front of the window. And I thought times have changed (laughs) I mean personally I find it really depressing I I hate it I I want to be back 
you know, with people. I just mm. get such a buzz from working out, but also having a chat and a laugh and you just come out and you've it sort of ticked all the boxes. Whereas standing in front of a screen kind of doing your star jumps or your down dog isn't quite the it's same. It's hard, isn't it? I'm also my other other life, I'm also a yoga teacher outside of the the podcast and have continued teaching online and it is difficult because you so want to be there in person with the people you're teaching or the people you're exercising with um and you know you always have to factor in tech issues so it does make a difference yeah I mean I've loved our yoga sessions this year I shouldn't I shouldn't knock the zoom I just yeah I'd much rather do it in person <laughs> totally but yeah no it's not something considering yeah exercise and yoga specifically I practice around two or three hours a day protein powders aren't so much in my diet maybe that's something I could consider um were you kind of seeing benefits when you were using the man training I just, um, I mean, I was using the Vivo Life ones um, and they obviously have more in them than just protein. They've got a lot of um, nutrients and things. So again, it was kind of just ticking that box, knowing that when I had done my workout, hit, you know, an hour of hit training, um, I'd just get home and stick some in a smoothie. And, you can, you know, because they're all different flavors as well, like vanilla mm-hmm. or um oh, I've tried all sorts carrot cake flavor and you know this that and the other it just kind of it's just uh, you know adds a nice bit of flavor and the children would then drink the smoothie because it's got a nice mm. flavor to it um so yeah again it's just it's just it sort of makes you feel better knowing that you've kind of got all those nutrients in and then everything else you eat for the day is kind of you know an extra bonus on top of that I, I guess um you've inspired me to have a think about those (laughs) yeah it's so so easy to to get drawn into all the naughty stuff that you see on Instagram as a treat but actually the boost that you get from all the good stuff in your local health food stores um or online is amazing so yeah great to find the balance yeah, I have to say when I accidentally ordered too much from Riverford, I forgot to sort of cancel the order and I've had so much fruit and veg and I do feel so much better and I have so much more energy if I'm eating plant-based rather than vegan. Um, mm-hmm. I do feel a lot better, but the treats are just, you know, like you say at the moment, they are they're lovely to have and it's just incredible to see so much of it. I found, um, you mentioned a few episodes ago, the squeaky bean meat. Oh, yes. Did you find it? I finally found them and got very excited again. They were £2 in Tesco and you get quite a few slices, don't you? Yeah, £2. you do. Um, so I got the, it was, it was sort of like the deli meat that you would get in a New York. The pastrami pastrami that's the one um so I tried to sort of almost recreate the Marks and Spencer's salt beef (laughs) did you like the salt beef but you haven't mentioned that you like that (laughs) I put some gherkins with the pastrami and that was really good um and yeah it's just amazing every time I go into the supermarkets new things are popping up so yay for veganism (laughs) yay for veganism yay for options and you know a couple of years ago we wouldn't have had these treats to get us through so very lucky to have all of this delicious stuff to try 
Yeah. Well, keep listening, everyone. I'm um, speaking to Chad Sarno, um, the first ever podcast that I recorded for um, the Simply Vegan podcast was with Derek Sarno. They um, are both the plant-based chefs behind um, Wicked Kitchen Range at Tesco. So I had a really good chat with Chad. He His baby is called Good Catch, um, which is the kind of, it's a, a vegan fish brand. And they're lo- launching lots of new products this year. So that's something really exciting to look forward to. And um, he's he's just so about saving the animals. It's just so inspiring, like everything he does. And Derek as well, you know, it's, it's all about, you know, just just spreading the word and using their time on this planet to, um, you know, to do what they can just to sort of make a change. So amazing, yeah. guys. Amazing. Very good interview. Well, thank you, Gabriella. I'll see you this time next week. Thank you, Holly. Take care. Hi, Chad. How are you? I am great, Holly. Thanks for having me on. Uh, so you're in Texas today and it's 9am and I'm in the gloomy UK and it's three in the afternoon. What's the weather like where you are? It's pretty gloomy. It's yeah. uh, it's finally starting to get cold. Um, I mean, it's taken us a while. It's it's a little little slower and going down here with weather, but um, it fluctuates. It's quite warm and then it gets uh, below freezing and it just hit below freezing today. So. Oh, okay. So I was lucky enough to chat to your brother, Derek, um, last year for our very first Simply Vegan podcast, actually. Um, but you went vegan before him, didn't you? You sort of led the way. Uh, well, I, I guess you can say that. I don't know what, uh, it, coming from him, I'm not sure what I'll say. But um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was uh, I was that hippie vegan brother that, that w- preached a lot, um, you know, trying to get my, we all want our family to, you know, embrace more plants and you know, once you, uh, once you see what's behind the curtain, it's kind of hard to unsee it, you know what I mean? And so you want, you want to help everybody along the way. And I was, uh, I was quite young at that time. And, you know, I've been vegan for over 20 years and I, uh, you know, I, I pushed it pretty hard in my family, which I was on my soapbox quite a bit. So I think that probably made him a little annoyed. Um, he came around a couple, uh, about five, what, five, six years ago, something like that. So brilliant. Took you a while though. (laughs) to wear him down definitely definitely chip away you know yeah yeah we've all been there I did exactly the same and I'm still wearing my mum down to get her off the dairy milk she's um, Mm -hmm. she's vegetarian but (laughs) we've we've all got a big soft spot for Derek here in the UK so it's lovely to chat to you as well um so I mean why did you go vegan in the first place then um I started uh I started at a young age I, I was uh I had really bad asthma growing up, you know, um, I was on multiple inhalers and, um, you know, to the point of, you know, uh, breathing off a nebulizer every weekend. It got to that point, uh, uh, in my early teenage years and, and someone had mentioned dairy contributed to asthma and I was willing to do anything at the time. And I stopped eating dairy products. So I stopped eating dairy before, before seafood or anything like that. So I stopped eating dairy products and within six months I was off inhalers, which, so that put me, you know, and I think a lot of people get pushed up against a wall to actually realize that, uh, you know, health and food, that connection is, is real, you know? So, mm. um, so that put me on the path of health. I, I got into raw foods actually for, for quite some time, uh, first, 
uh, for a number of years, actually. Um, but during that time, during that time, you know, I was introduced it introduced to it by through like nutrition and, um, you know, the connection of food and health. But uh, then I started to kind of, you know, kind of peel off the layers. And, you know, I started to understand a little bit more about what goes on behind behind the scenes of uh, behind the walls of slaughterhouses and dairy farms and all that. And, and um, yeah, that just pushed me further. So yeah, there's no going back after that, is there? Oh, there really isn't. <laughs> It's amazing though that your asthma cleared up within six months. I mean, it's incredible, isn't it? Yeah, I, I've and I've heard it from a, a ton of people. The same thing, you know. Once I share that story, people, you know, many people are like, you know, I've I, I was introduced the same way. I mean, I used to work with Woody Harrelson. I was his chef for a number of years, oh, and wow. he, he he was introduced to veganism through asthma. So okay, um, well, which is interesting. You don't hear that hear much about that, but yeah. Um, and I was just speaking to this other. Uh, this other uh, vegan business owner here in town in Austin that's opened up a food truck here and he was sharing his story, same thing, you know? And so it's interesting. I mean, I, I think more and more people are, are connecting the dots of the effects that food have food has on our health, uh, particularly dairy, you know, it's, uh, you know, linked to so much, you know, um, you know, digestive issues and, um, you know, acne issues and, you know, asthma and so forth. So, yeah, definitely. We've in the UK, we've seen a huge rise in the popularity of vegan veganism over the last few years. Um, the Wicked Kitchen range is just massive, you know, so popular here. Um, have you seen the same kind of excitement in America? I mean, we have. We, we certainly have. There's definitely a, uh, there's there's excitement on all levels, right? Because there's a, you know, I think there's a there's definitely a growing population of of consumers that are that are looking to diversify their diet when it comes to protein consumption right um but it's caught the eye of investors animal ag um um qsrs like quick service restaurants um you know and so it's it's and once you hit that threshold i think it 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 goes far beyond a trend. You know what I mean? It's here to stay. It's a big business opportunity for people within, um, within the, the VC community and just investment community. Um, and most animal ag companies are, you know, the, the Hormel's, the Maple Leafs, Tyson, PHW, all of these large animal ag companies are looking to diversify their offering and call themselves protein companies and no more pork company or poultry company or, or what have you, which is, which is, you know, quite a shift in the past 10 years, you know, so we're definitely seeing it here, but it's, if you look at the growing sort of flexitarian, I I can't stand that um, word, but once you look at the growing flexitarian population, I mean, the UK is definitely leading the pack. I mean, 70% of consumers are looking to diversify their protein and in the U S I think it's around 40 something. Um, But yeah, when we launched the wiki kitchen line, as you know, um, I mean, Tesco had, a fruit cup and a falafel wrap, right? And then we launched the wicked. <laughs> yeah. We we launched the wicked kitchen line, and there was twenty products, you know, nineteen products uh, out of the gate. And so uh, it was under embargo for quite some time. And and so when it launched, it was a big splash, as you know, um, selling out in hours at multiple stores. And um, and so and so now it's become a competitive landscape, you know. So every retailer is now competing against Tesco. And because Wicked Kitchen launched ahead of time, you know, we're just miles ahead um, with, with that line. You know, I think we're up to about 90 products in store, not including the plant chef products that Derek signs off on. So, yeah. 
Yeah, there seems to be no end to it. Every time I go into Tesco, there's just loads yeah. more products. It's incredible. Yeah, there's it's, there's a really exciting pipeline too. So it's really? uh, it's really it's you know there's a lot right now. I mean, more than a lot right now. But it's uh, it's yeah, it's massive. What's going to continue? So. You can't give us any clues on what's to come nope. next. <laughs> You're so mean. <laughs> With the wicked kitchen? Nope, nope. I'll, I'll, let Derek really I'll ask Derek instead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So let's talk about vegan kids. Um, so you've got two little boys and a daughter. Yeah. So are yeah. they all, all vegan? Um, my daughter eats dairy a little bit here and there. We don't cook it at the house, but my uh my boys love they're vegan. I mean, I have four and one um are their ages and there's no need to ever look for anything but uh vegan food for them. Um and it's it's how we eat at home, you know. So it's uh you know and they're perfectly healthy and as long as they're getting enough fats and proteins and um yeah so yeah, see, I think it's easier when they're younger, isn't it? It's kind of oh, it's what, well, they have no choice, right? They're, <laughs> yeah. they're like food, food in front of me, right? So it's exactly my little my little one year old. As as we teach our, our our boys sign language, my wife does, and so when they just so they can ask and communicate. So my little boy who's one is communicating. He says like more and again and like all of these little like signs that yeah you know. So every time he has any food in front of him, he's just like <laughs> oh, bless <laughs> more, him more more. So, which so is great. So, do you ever do you ever get negative reactions? Because you know it's it's one of those sort of um, it's almost I don't know controversial, isn't it? Oh, you're raising your children vegan. You know they don't have a choice. Do you do you ever get kind of people saying things like that to you? Or no, I mean we've had comments on like the the Wicked Kids cooking series on YouTube. We've had comments on that randomly, but people know better than to make those comments to me. Um, just cause I, I mean, I've just been, you know, it's my world and I don't, I don't think people pro- maybe think it, but it, it's very few have voiced it. So yeah, I know there's controversial, the controversy out there with raising vegan kids and raising raw food kids and all that, but it's, it's about having a balanced diet. There's so many products on the market these days that, I mean, you can eat crap, you can eat absolute shit as a vegan. Right. And, uh, yeah. um, but you know, if you're if you're incorporating, you know, enough whole food fats and enough, you know, plant protein and a variety of colored vegetables and fruits, I mean, you're good to go. Like it's there's nothing to nothing to uh, argue about with that. You know, just clean food. Yeah, I mean, people people that have sort of said things to me, it's kind of you know, and I know a lot of people online sort of say the same thing. A lot of um, you know, Earthling Ed and people like that. You know, mm-hmm. what's you can kind of flip it on its head can't you and say you know well should you be feeding them meat and dairy and things well, exactly in processed crap i mean am i gonna you know am i gonna give my kids loads of sugar and soda and no heck no you know yeah you know i'm I'm also not gonna just feed my kids apples and lettuce so yeah. you know what i mean i mean i'm gonna when i make dinners it's pasta and meatballs and enchiladas and pizza and you know it's what kids love you know it just happens to be um that they're also eating a salad with it or a smoothie with it or you know so yeah do you always cook from scratch or do you cheat sometimes oh I certainly cheat I mean when you have kids you cheat um yeah <laughs> so, and so I you know my they're all you know there's some they're picky my little one-year-old he's only started eating recently but he'll eat anything that's in front of him um um my daughter's a little picky um but usually what I, I'm only making around 
a variety of two meals <laughs> every meal <laughs> but um but yeah it's uh um you know I'll, i do a lot from scratch so i'll make soups in the beginning of the week i'll batch cook a lot you know so i'll i'll um you know on the sunday on on the weekends i i tend to really focus on just being with my kids and and trying not to work i know that there's you know many weekends recently that i've been but um it's my time to spend with my my kids and and so I, I, a lot of that is in the kitchen. So I'll make soups. I'll make, you know, a big pot of beans for the week. I'll make, um, even a big pot of grains, you know, if I, you know, cook up a big batch, batch of rice or wild rice or anything like that, I can use it throughout the week and salads and, you know, different wraps and so forth. Um, or I'll fry a bunch of tofu or grill vegetables or roast vegetables. And that way we can, it makes it easier during the week. So my, my days are, are been busy lately for sure. Yeah, I can yeah. imagine. So. Yeah, that's a really good tip, actually. Your um, your wicked healthy kids cookery classes. They were were they last year? You ran those on YouTube. We we well, yeah, we ran them last year. We've I mean, I look back and and my little boy's so small. I think he was like two. Um, He's so cute. Yeah, little, yeah, little Kai was like two then, and uh, and all of our neighbor kids. Um, but yeah, it's uh, we we first start we first launched the classes as. A, a small paid class and then we just and then COVID hit and then we're just why are we doing this like we don't need to sell anything <laughs> um you know we are uh, in turn you know and and people are we're at home so we made all of our classes for free so um we have the end we have the the party class that just started launching it launches every week um which is just you know family parties of course um uh just entertaining and stuff and then we have uh, the kids class that we made completely free so um which is on youtube so yeah yeah i'd encourage anyone to go and watch them because um yeah like you say your little one is so cute he's yes chef yes chef it's <laughs> really yeah, so, sweet the wicked foods uh youtube channel there's yeah. a playlist on that so. so your other baby is um the plant-based fish brand good catch Correct. Um, so tell us a bit about how that came about yeah, so uh, both Derek and I were were founders of the of Wicked Healthy, right? Um, we started Wicked Healthy a while back, and he's just uh, led Wicked Kitchen, and I've led Good Catch here. So, um, um, but we've developed them both uh, together. So during that, uh, during this, it was about three and a half years ago or so, right around the time that we were both in in sort of a, a transition mode of what's next, and we knew that we wanted to create some product lines. Tesco had reached out. Um, Derek picked up that call and started running with that. Um, we also developed, um, we saw the white space. We had some, uh, some very close investors that we work with here. Uh, one of our dear friends, Chris Kerr, who's, uh, he leads Unovis, um, and also, um, new crop capital he did for a while or still does. Um, and, um, and so we were talking with him about identifying the white space. I mean, we've been in this space for, for quite some time. And so we, it's a small world, you know, I mean, we know all the players and, um, you know, um, all the, uh, you know, impossible and beyond the founders of those and, um, all the dairy companies, non-dairy companies. Um, so we were looking at really the, the white space of being seafood. We knew that out of the gate because it's not many, if any options at the time, a few years ago. Um, and so we wanted to, you know, what's led, uh, wicked healthy and what's led us to wicked kitchen and also creating good catch was you know what's what's been a driver for us is is the the focus of impact opportunity you know and looking at where we can have the greatest impact you know at the end of the day we're very mission-based i'm doing everything i do for the animals and for my kids future um um very much in 
ethical vegan. Um, uh, that's why I can sit there and eat, you know, vegan cheeseburgers. And, you know, <laughs> it's, I, uh, I, 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 I love food, um, but uh, my love for animals um, and see, right. So, um, uh, so, you know, w- focusing on impact opportunity, we saw obviously launching within a retailer. Um, uh, we both were at whole foods prior, but we wanted to go bigger. So when Tesco made that call, it was a huge opportunity for Derek to jump on that, uh, representing wicked. Um, and so we looked at, okay, what, what can we, where can we really, uh, disrupt? And we were identified it as a seafood space. It needs some serious, it needed and still needs some serious disruption because as we know, it's one of the most unspoken um destructive uh industries globally uh that's that's affecting you know billions of sea life in our oceans so so we wanted to uh, you know uh, jump on that impact opportunity so we got this our investors behind us and and we identified with uh good food institute where the greatest impact was going to be um and you know tuna fisheries are highly destructive to our oceans so factory fisheries and so we were we really focused on on that category of seafood. And then we identified it as fin fish being the most, the most, uh, the, the greatest focus and really are, are, uh, where we needed to lead the way. So, so we developed this product, um, initially to disrupt the space, you know, and so we developed a shelf stable tuna product that would sit right next to the real tuna, um, in the tuna aisle. Um, and it was, it was sort of our, our land grab, so to speak, just to kind of get our brand out there, um, and within a year of launch, we caught the eye of Bumblebee, which is one of the largest tuna companies, um, at least the largest in the U.S. Um, we caught the eye of Bumblebee, and now, fast forward a couple of years later, they're one of our most valuable partners in in the company. And we have they're our distribution partner. Um, they're an incredible company, um, even though um, you know don't necessarily agree with some of the practices, obviously, because of my you know, ethical veganness, <laughs> but, um, but in terms of like what, what they've done and what they're doing for, uh, for, uh, sustainable fisheries and all of that, and, and really focusing on, uh, alternative proteins and the, um, that come from that represent, um, ocean food. So that's what they call our food, our, our brand. And they just like those other animal ag companies are looking to diversify their protein opportunity. Um, and uh, and they see the the massive need for plant based protein because they see fish uh, our fi- fish stocks declining and you know uh, they see the destruction and they see you know um, so there's it was it was it was a pretty amazing partnership and some very powerful conversations initially right so so we uh, uh, so fast forward a couple of years of launching the product we uh, had another raise and we opened up our uh, manufacturing facility in Ohio. So we just opened it up in June. Uh, we just launched our frozen line, which is super exciting. So we initially launched with three shelf stable tunas, which are available in the UK um, and throughout the US uh, and Canada, um, um, which is a uh, naked water, an oil and herb and a Mediterranean. Um, just opened up our facility here uh, with no capacity issues that will in the foreseeable future. So um so we're, we're uh, all of our IP is in house, which is great. Um, we launched three frozen products. We launched a fish burger, a classic fish burger, which is amazing. And then a New England style crab cake and then a Thai fish cake. So we just launched those. And then we just launched our food service product, which we just rolled out in seven regions in Whole Foods. And 
um, a couple QSRs around the country, uh, in the U.S. anyways, uh, which is super exciting. So, so that brings us to today. So, um, you know, three years ago, uh, three years ago, this is when, you know, Tesco's, the Wicked Kitchen line and Good Catch were seated right around the same time, like literally probably the same month. Right. So when can we expect to see the crab cakes and the fish cakes? So spring, early summer. Okay. um, So we'll, uh, we'll be able to, you know, speak to that pretty soon, but it's, uh, they'll, they'll be there. They'll be there soon, um, which we're very excited about. So so. I'm very excited about that. I used to love crab. I mean, obviously now I just, yeah, I've never yeah, these it, there, there's and and there's a there's a there's quite a difference from like a uh, a uh, you know um, some crab cakes around the world, uh, mainly in you know different Asian cultures, they're more like fish balls where they're a little more bouncy, you know. Um, and then New England style, the reason we specified that is because a New England style crab cake is more like it falls with the fork, so you cut it and it it doesn't your fork doesn't bounce off it, right? So. So it's, it's a really good product. Um, and we have some very exciting products that are also, uh, hitting in the spring, which we're going to be announcing soon as well. So amazing. Oh, I'm really excited to try them. Um, I mean, what would you, what would you say to anyone who still thinks that eating fish can be sustainable? Uh, the, the most sustainable, the most sustainable seafood is keeping it off your plate. I mean, in my opinion, it's, uh, yeah, I mean, when we're when we're at trade shows and everybody has their own pitches with Good Catch, and uh, uh, one of them is, you know, this is the most sustainable seafood in the world because it's made out of beans. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, and that's what I that's what I didn't mention is our, our instead of using just soy or just pea, we have a, a six legume blend. So it's uh, out of all the plant proteins out there um, in plant meats and and so forth. There's they're all mostly soy or pea. And so we have, we needed to diversify the protein, um, kind of mix it up for digestibility one. Um, and also to get that, that thin layering of protein that you find in like a cooked fish. Uh, it's very different than like a cooked chicken or beef or so forth that you're trying to mimic. Um, so we have a six legume blend, which is uh, pea, soy, chickpea, lentil, fava, and navy bean. So, okay. which is, which is pretty incredible. So that's a base, uh, our base protein blend of our current products. So, cause I think a lot of people it's you know, it's, it's often cited, you know, fish and cheese are kind of two things that a lot of people mm-hmm. say, Oh, I couldn't give them up. And mm-hmm. I think a lot of people think of fish as something healthy that you should, mm-hmm. you know, keep in your diet that, you know, obviously the good fats and things like that. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's interesting because it's uh, when we were developing this product, we there was a number of boxes that we wanted to check. We wanted to make sure. So we in, in polling a number of consumers, like there was, we wanted to take the positive attributes that people saw with tuna, uh, fin fish, uh, tuna and salmon, um, and then also address the negative attributes. And across the board, it was smell is the negative one, obviously, right? So for some reason you know, when I've worked in kitchens my whole life. So if you have seafood in your kitchen and it starts to smell, it means it's bad and you throw it out. (laughs) You know what I mean? For some reason, canned tuna has gotten a hall pass for, I don't know what reason. Um, (laughs) And, uh, and so we, we knew we needed to make something that didn't smell. Right. Um, The other one is, uh, was texture. People love the texture and that sort of dry bite um, that, that clean protein taste. Right. And then people wanted it clean. Um, and high in protein, people eat fish and tuna, they reach for tuna, um, 
because it's super high in protein, right? Low in fat. So, so we needed that to be the focus. Our product is, uh, uh, around 20 grams of protein, 20, 21 grams of protein per serving, which is on par, if not higher than albacore. So, um, uh, which is great. So we wanted to, during the development process, we had to check all these boxes. One, obviously we knew the smell piece, um, the texture, uh, from having it as a, uh, an on par experience to what people are used to. Um, it being a clean protein, um, it being a high, high in protein, low in fat, low, in, uh, low in sodium, um, or average in sodium. And then, um, and then from a functional standpoint, and this is where I think the plant based world has, has just accelerated very quickly is the bar has been set really high, as you know, with like the products that are coming to market now is, you can't come to market with a hockey puck veggie burger anymore. You know what I mean? I mean, there's a, there's a place for that with, you know, a grain and bean burger, uh, but you're not going to, you know, tempt a meat eater with a, with a black bean burger, you know what yeah. I mean? But biting into uh, uh, beyond meat or impossible or something like that, or the other products that are out there, you certainly can. And so that bar has been set really high, not only from a taste and appearance um, and sort of a, um, satisfying, uh, uh, experience, um, uh, uh, side of things, but it's also the functionality piece. That's huge. Uh, from a culinary standpoint, the functionality piece is, is what's held up the vegan, um, the vegan world for a long time, I feel, because products don't func didn't function like people were used to. So if you were to go to a restaurant and say, Hey chef, try this plant-based cheese and it doesn't melt unless you steam it then it's going to be a problem, you know, because they need to cook it differently and they need to act with it differently. It's the same thing with butters back in, you know, 10, five years ago, even some of the butters on the market, they burn way faster than regular butter. Right. Yeah. Um, and so now that I think that the rise of plant-based proteins has been the functionality piece is so easy. People can cook a beyond burger, just like they would regular burgers or now with, with good catch, they can basically take the product and they can use it just like you would tuna, you know, and you can, and even taking it to the next step, it holds up in warm applications. So we do a lot of recipe development internally with our culinary team and, and um, you know, using the product and simmer sauces and casseroles and things as such, it doesn't break down like a lot of plant-based meats. If you put a plant-based meat, a lot of them on the market, in like a simmer sauce, like a, a curry or a tomato-based sauce or, uh, you know, a soup or anything like that, it breaks down, right? And it almost disintegrates if it sits in there too long. Yeah, it's very um, soft, isn't it? A lot of the yeah, time. it's super soft and it doesn't tighten up or whatever, like a, yeah. like a normal protein would. Um, and so that's that's one huge benefit with with good catch is that it works great in warm applications also. So um, So we have a ton of recipes and inspiration on our website and we're only creating uh, a lot more, uh, just for that inspiration piece of how to, how to work with the product. So I'll have to have a look at that. Cause I haven't tried cooking with it. I have had it yeah. with, you know, as like a tuna mayo. Mm -hmm. Is that a thing in America? Does everyone have oh, tuna, yeah, yeah. tuna mayo? Yeah, tuna mayo, <laughs> but we don't put sweet corn in it. I know uh, you put sweet corn in it. Um, a bit we, of sweet corn, yeah. 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 Not, yeah. And, and you put on baked potatoes too, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah really good. The potato is sweet corn tuna <laughs> or something like that. So is that not um, what you do over there then? No, no, yeah. we put it in. <laughs> Tuna, tuna melts, uh, cl a classic like deli style, New York style tuna melt would be like a mm. celery, a little celery, onion, pickle or caper, um, maybe dill if you're feeling crazy, but super <laughs> simple with mayo, you know, and then just uh, melted cheddar on rye. Yeah. 
That's, oh my uh, god, that sounds really good. I'm getting hungry. I know I'm all hungry right now. <laughs> so so Veggie Grill, um, Veggie Grill, they have about 40, I think around 40 locations in the US. They were our launch partner for food service. Right. And they uh they have uh, an incredible good catch tuna melt on the menu. So um and it's just it's it was uh it was only a limited time offer and they just made it a permanent item. Um, wow. it's selling better than, uh, than most products on the menu, which is incredible. So can we expect that over here in our restaurants anytime? <laughs> Certainly can. We're talking to a number of them. So, um, oh, 2021's a, a very big year for good catch. It's a very big year for wicked and, and, um, you know, and most importantly, there's, uh, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of work being, uh, being, uh, being done for, for animals. So, Oh, brilliant. Well, I'm very excited now. Thank you for um, telling us all about <laughs> it. So what can we, well, you've kind of touched on what we can expect next from you and you obviously can't let us in on on what products are launching. Um, you, you still continue to work closely with your brother, Derek. Oh, yeah. I mean, we're partners and everything. Yeah. Um, we're, we're both founders of both Good Catch and Wiki Kitchen Lions and, and 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 it's not a secret, uh, but we because we just had a press release come out um, about a month and a half ago or so. But we've we've basically taken the success of Wicked Kitchen and we're launching in a number of different countries. So um, so Wicked Foods, it's under the brand Wicked Foods. People can check it out at eatwickedfoods.com. Um, but it's basically uh, we're we're launching uh, a company using a lot of the same products that have been success stories over in UK and launching them in the US um, this year. So, which is very exciting. So, under the yeah. brand Wicked Foods. So, does he come back and visit you very often? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> too busy. The reason we work so well together is because there's an ocean between. <laughs> <laughs> Typical no, I, sibling rivalry. No, we, I, I think that, I mean, we have mutual respect for what each other does and we're, yeah. you know, the biggest thing is, is like, and, and we get that question a lot is how do you work with your brother? Like, isn't it a pain in the ass? And I have to be his translator sometimes and make sure that people don't take him seriously about what he actually said sometimes. <laughs> oh, he didn't really mean that, but I'm, I play the good cop, but, um, but no, it's uh, it's 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 amazing. I mean, we both have mass respect, mad respect for each other, and 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 the most important piece is we're on we're on a mission. We're doing it because it's a, there's a much bigger play than launching food, you know, and making making a buck. It's you know, we we uh, we 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 want to make some serious change as much as we possibly can while we're here. So yeah, and you're definitely doing that. Definitely. Um, okay, one more question, just to finish. If you could turn one person vegan in the world, who would it be? Huh. That is a good question. One person. <laughs> I mean, I know people say it only takes one person, but it doesn't. It's, <laughs> um, I that is a that someone asked me that recently and I just couldn't wrap my head around it because I don't, I think it's far more than one person. Um, someone said Trump, but obviously he's kind of, yeah, I just don't, I don't even like to speak his name, um, but, but yeah, it's, uh, no, I mean, it's, he certainly needs a little bit of compassion. So that would, that, that opens up the the curtains of, of compassion a little more. (laughs) Give that some thought. (laughs) okay well thank you so much it's been such an honor to speak to you today and thank you for all the work you're doing thank you you too and and uh anything i can ever support you with let me know thank you for what you're doing some of those crab cakes (laughs) you you got it you got it it. okay thank you so much 
Well, that's it for this episode. Don't forget to like and subscribe to the Simply Vegan podcast on your platform of choice. Leave us a review or follow us on Instagram at Simply Vegan Podcast and at Vegan Food and Living. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series We Were the Lucky Ones with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Subtle results, still you, but with fewer lines. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia Gravis or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free. Or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.